Welcome to The Worthy Reveal, where we go behind the job titles, accolades, and wardrobes and explore the inner work that's required to discover our true personal style and worthiness. I'm your host, Morgan Weider, executive stylist to everyday women, corporate speaker to Fortune 500 companies, and author of the book, The Worthy Wardrobe, your guide to style, shopping, and soul. In each episode, we will purge the emotional, cultural, and financial baggage that's hanging in your closet so that you can reveal your best self to the world because you are worthy. Today's worthy words are, I am worthy of perfect happiness. These words are inspired by my dad, Robert Weider, who turns 70 years old today on this Style and Soul Sunday. And while I'll admit that I've learned most of my shopping sense from my mother, Eileen, I've learned so much about how to show up in the world because of my dad. His favorite line to recite to me my entire life has been, Morgan, you're the only one that can make yourself happy. He tells me this every single time a guy has broken my heart or a tough boss has made me cry or a friend has hurt my feelings. And during those times when I was most unsure of myself, desperately looking for validation somewhere else, he would remind me of this time and time and time again. And this saying used to annoy the crap out of me because I just didn't get it. How could I be the only one to make myself happy when there are so many people pissing me off? It's taken me time to realize that happiness, like worthiness, is an inside job. This idea that you're the only one that can make yourself happy also rings true when it comes to your wardrobe. One of the hardest lessons I had to learn early in my styling business was that I couldn't work with clients who weren't happy with themselves. They were so impossible to work with because no matter what I would put on them, they wouldn't be happy with what I chose. Now, there's a distinction between not being happy with your wardrobe and not being happy with yourself. I only work with women who are content with themselves and their lives, but just need help putting the finishing touches on their wardrobe. In the purpose of this episode and this story, I am talking about the women who have completely lost themselves, who are searching for validation and happiness and all of that inner work outside of themselves. Now that I've been doing this for years, I've learned to notice the clues that show me a woman who isn't happy with herself, and so then I know how to avoid working with her. I'm going to go through these clues, and hopefully a hit dog don't holler. Number one, the woman isn't excited about anything. I needed to work with women and clients who are excited about something, whether it's their job, a hobby, or even something in their closet. If there's nothing that gets her excited or pumped, what are you willing to fight for? What are you willing to invest in? What have you put your life on the line for? I love working with women who maybe they're holding on to something in their closet that is old and outdated, but they love it and I can appreciate that. They are pumped up and ready to go. If I come to a client's home and she's just ready to let go of it all and has no attachment to anything, that tells me that she's just existing and she's not excited to show up. I can do a lot of things as a wardrobe stylist, but I cannot give someone their zest for life back. Number two, the client either has extreme shopping habits, such as not shopping for themselves in decades, or they're buying things in excess. I'll explain. The most common habit that I see is that these women put everyone else first, and they haven't shopped for themselves in years or maybe even decades. Their shoes are outdated, the clothes are worn out, and they're usually shapeless. Walk into their closet is literally like walking into a time machine and going back to the year that they last liked their life. On the opposite extreme are those that are buying everything in excess. 
but usually it's things like designer shoes, designer bags, or jewelry. These are those obvious quote-unquote statement makers or validation validators that come from the outside world. And these items don't force a woman to get intimate with her shape or her size and her body. I can spot these women a mile away when their accessories cost 10 times more than those ill-fitting pants, see-through leggings, and saggy bra that they're wearing. Lastly, the last clue, she's always comparing herself to others. As I know you've heard before, comparison is the thief of joy. Whether it's another woman's body, her wardrobe, or her life, nothing can good from coveting that woman's lifestyle. I've had several clients ask me to dress them like a celebrity on an everyday woman's budget, or they've wanted to look like someone else in their different style profile. I'll tell you a story. This past weekend, I was in Dallas, Texas for the first annual Black Girls Golf Executive Retreat. Look it up. It's amazing. Get your ticket for next year. I had a fabulous time. I was on stage presenting my six style profiles and how you can show up authentically and dress in a way that owns who you are. And one of the questions that I got was, well, what if you're one style profile and you want to be another? And I challenged this woman and said, well, why do you want to be something that you're not? Isn't that going to be like wearing a costume? And I kept talking. I said, you know, this book and the work that I'm about is driven from women who aren't happy with themselves. And I said, I don't work with those women anymore because they mess with me. And if you know me or if you're in that room, you know that I didn't necessarily say mess with me. But because of FCC standards, I'm not going to use the F word that I really use. But it's true. When you're not happy with yourself, you make everyone else's life around you more difficult, me included as your wardrobe stylist. And I had to stop doing that. I had to stop questioning myself and my skills to style a woman because she wasn't happy. Because after all, how can you expect to like the reflection in the mirror when you're expecting or hoping to see someone else in that reflection? That's what comparison does. It is my prayer that none of these indicators are hold true for you. I hope that you're in a wonderful, magical place in your life where you're living life to the absolute fullest. But if you're not, and you see yourself in these signs, I want you to know that it's okay, and that I know these clues because I have been there myself. Not just because of the clients, I have been this woman. I've been this woman for so many years, searching for happiness in all of the wrong places, that I actually had to get a tattoo to remind myself that I'm the only one that can make myself happy. So back in 2008, when I was living in San Francisco, not happy with my life and searching for new boyfriends, new jobs, a new city, and just always on the hunt, I got that tattoo of a small number one on my ankle to remind myself that I am the only one in control of my happiness and internal well-being. I started then doing the work of finding my passions, leaving toxic work environments and relationships, and no longer using someone else's life or expectations as a measure for what my life should look like. As I took control of that happiness, it dawned on me that making myself happy first required believing I was worthy of being happy. A lot of us are taught to believe that struggle and strife are the norm, and we are actually living in survival mode instead of actually thriving. Happiness is such a foreign concept to some of us that my dad's words of us being the only ones that can control our happiness can feel ridiculous. And I will say this, while my dad, Robert Wider, is probably one of the smartest people I know, if you don't want to take his words for happiness, I get it. You don't know him. That's understandable. So I'm going to give you a reminder from another very smart man. His name is Alan Cohen, and he wrote the book, A Course in Miracles Made Easy. So page 36 of his book. I love this book. 
by Alan Cohen. As I mentioned, the title is A Course in Miracles Made Easy. It is a reader's guide to one of my favorite kind of biblical-like texts called A Course in Miracles, and he's breaking down this concept of happiness here, and I'm going to explain it to you. He says, well-being is your natural state and all that you deserve. The Course in Miracles implores you to remember God's will for me is perfect happiness. Fear and pain, not joy, are the anomalies. Wellness is your nature and your true destiny. All else is the product of twisted thinking. I'm going to repeat that affirmation from the Course in Miracles one more time. God's will for me is perfect happiness. So let's stop this twisted victim mindset of thinking that we can't control our happiness and that it's something outside of us and start owning and gaining alignment with our own happiness. And now for the worthy wrap up. Number one, happiness is an inside job that you, my friend, are perfectly equipped to handle. Get to work discovering who you are on the inside. Number two, the sooner you discover what lights you up inside, the easier it will be for you to stop comparing yourself to others and stop looking for external validation. And number three, taking control of your happiness first requires you to know that you are worthy of happiness. So on this Style and Soul Sunday, I encourage you to repeat this affirmation with me. I am worthy of perfect happiness because you absolutely are, my friend. And happy birthday, Dad. I love you. I hope this episode inspires you to show up as your best, most brilliant, most authentic self. If you like what you heard, please leave a review and share this episode with your tribe. Let's spread the word of worthiness. And if you're ready to build your own worthy wardrobe, check out my website, morganwider.com. There, you can schedule a consultation with me, learn about my group workshops, and buy a copy of my book, The Worthy Wardrobe. Remember, no matter your size, your weight, your age, or your race, you are worthy of being seen as divine, beautiful, and powerful, all while living a life beyond your wildest dreams. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy.